In this episode, we're going to cover three signs your podcast is missing a community aspect and simple but effective ways you can start using communities to drive further engagement and growth on your podcast. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full-time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast-track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. Hello, my name is Anthony Winery, and by the end of this podcast, you'll discover proven strategies to transform your podcast into a thriving community of engaged listeners. We're going to show you how to avoid costly mistakes and common pitfalls we see podcasters making in the space that actually slows them down in terms of faster growth. And finally, we're going to show you how to stand out from the crowd, how to cement your authority in your space, and how to gain a competitive edge by creating a dedicated online space, encouraging listener interaction, and leveraging listener-generated content to fast-track your growth. This episode, of course, is all about community. So why is that so important? Well, a strong community not only boosts your listener engagement, but allows you to also cultivate a brand loyalty and generates word-of-mouth promotion. It's like having a groupie or super passionate fans who genuinely are the best brand ambassadors. These are the people who will become the super fans, the people who will become clients, the people who are going to push you and propel your brand and your podcast to that next level. But how do you know if your podcast lacks a community aspect? So here are three warning signs that your podcast could potentially lack a community aspect. So number one, limited listener interaction and engagement. If your listeners are rarely leaving comments, reviews, or sharing insights on social media with you about things that have learned, value that they've gained, and how much you've changed their life, it's a clear indication that there's a lack of community engagement. So that's the first thing. The second thing is a scarcity of listener-generated content. And we'll really dive into what we mean by this later on. But really, this kind of like, is your review section empty? Do you rarely receive questions or topic suggestions by your listeners? These are, again, signs that your community might be listening, but they aren't necessarily active and engaged, participating in the conversations that you're having on your show. And the third thing is the absence of a dedicated online space for listeners to connect. If your podcast lacks a central hub where listeners can gather, interact, and share their experiences, Honestly, I'm telling you, it's going to be so difficult and challenging to build a sense of community. Um, And I want to preface this by saying, hey, look, if you're in that spot right now, if those three signs sound familiar, sound way too familiar, it's okay. This episode is going to give you the things you need to plan ahead. So when your numbers start growing, because the truth is when you're at, let's say, a thousand downloads per month, three thousand downloads per month. Um, the community is important for sure. It's not going to completely blossom until that audience really starts to build. Until you start actively building your community on social media, 
that won't necessarily happen, right? So if you're not there yet, that's okay. We're going to shed a ton of light on how you can apply this to your podcast. So let's look at this. Where do most podcasters go wrong when it comes to community building? A few common mistakes and, of course, some, some funny ones as well is really neglecting listener feedback and interaction. So imagine you have a restaurant where there's a chef that never leaves the kitchen to interact with customers or a boss that's never there to interact with employees. There's a lack of connection. There's a lack of engagement. It doesn't create a memorable experience. And as a podcaster, you need your audience to feel like they're experiencing something with you, like they're actively engaged and like they're someone who's actually cared for and their value and their opinions matter. So when you're getting feedback, whether that's good, bad or ugly, it's really important to put the ego aside, put it to the door, but really reflect on, okay, I've got a bad review, okay, I've got this comment, okay, I've got this constructive feedback. How should I best approach this? How can I improve my podcast based on the feedback I've been given? And if you're thinking, well, I don't really get any feedback, I'm not really getting any interactions, I know that you have a loyal following right now, whether that's 10 people, 30 listeners to episode, 100 listeners to episode, 200, 500, it doesn't matter for sure. You might not have the community aspect, but I know you're getting people reaching out to you. Speak to those people, right? Speak to those listeners, find out what they like, what they don't like, get some feedback, get some suggestions. So that's the first thing. Another mistake is really failing to provide opportunities for community participation. What do I mean by this? Well, just think about it, right? If you never ask your listeners questions or ask them about their opinions, why should they feel engaged? Why should they feel active? Why should they feel involved? You need to extend your arm. That's you as a host. It's your responsibility to engage your audience, to actually create a place where they can participate, not just with you and interact with the podcast, but amongst themselves. Because I can tell you now, we have a strong community, a loyal following, and everyone gets along. It's very difficult to brain that chain. It's very difficult for them to stop listening to your podcast because now it's about their connection. It's about their network. It's about something that they're part of. They're not just a listener of a podcast. They are a member of your community. But And by not creating avenues for your listeners to contribute and to feel involved, you really miss out on the chance of fostering, again, a sense of community. So, so far, mistake one is just neglecting feedback and interactions with your community. Mistake two is failing to actually provide an opportunity for your community to participate. And mistake three is underestimating the power of listener-generated content. And this is actually known as UGC, Uh, in the e-commerce space, which is more about user-generated content. So this is basically where um, a company will give their product to a creator or an influencer or a celebrity or an authority figure in the space and just get them to leave a public review or get them to write a piece of promotion or share a video promotion of them using the product itself. If you've been hit by an ad by BetterHelp, a lot of the advertising is literally UGC. It's customers of theirs creating the promotion for them. And it's an extremely powerful way to get people involved. This is so much more powerful because it's clearly displaying the community using the product. 
is putting light and providing social proof and credibility to the company. And you can do the exact same thing with your show. But most podcasters don't do that. Collaboration is key in any endeavor, whether that's business, podcast, life, relationships, basically everything. So when you're building your community, by involving your listeners, your guests, and potentially other podcasts to help you generate the content for the show, it creates a sense of belonging, a sense that strengthens this idea of collaboration and makes the bond within your community that much stronger. So now that we've identified some of the challenges a lot of people faced, now it's really important to explore, okay, great and amazing, you're telling me, you know, I'm not doing all these things, I've not got community, and maybe you're thinking that's not going to be worth my time. Maybe you're thinking, hey, well, you know, why should I bother? It takes time. You're absolutely right. Yes, it does take time. Why should you bother? My question is this, do you want to grow? Are you tired of trying the same things over and over and over again, expecting a different result? Do you want to start gaining traction and actually start engaging your audience consistently, feeling deeply proud and fulfilled of what you're building on a day-to-day basis? Do you want to start getting feedback rolling in and do you want to feel like you're creating something that's making a massive impact? I hear so many clients and podcasters come to watch on coaching calls and strategy sessions and it pains me seeing how much work and effort and energy goes into their shows to produce an amazing product. And oftentimes, they're left shouting, feeling like they're screaming into an empty void, screaming to an empty crowd. I don't want that for you. So building a community is really the first step Engaging your audience is that first step. Building a deeper connection is that first step. So let's look at this in a bit more detail and really see some strategies that you can start to apply today to build a highly engaged community for your show. The first step is simply creating an online space where your community can connect. This can be a website form. I'm personally not a fan of that because, you know, a form is great they can give you some feedback and that is some interaction but in terms of the effort required for them to go into the website find the form give you feedback it can be a lot difficult so i think social media is the best place for this or a discord group so facebook groups are phenomenal reddit threads twitter spaces these are great places to host your community for us we predominantly focus on facebook groups and i think you should do the same Social media makes it so easy for you to connect with people nowadays. So easy. So if you're thinking, okay, well, if I make this community, what should I post? Have I got to be on the hamster wheel promoting all the time? No. You know, the point of your community is not to promote. The point of your community is to foster a deeper relationship with your audience. Period. It's not to promote. It's to foster deeper relationships with your audience is to build a loyal listener base and audience base. So simply sharing insights of things that you've learned from a particular episode, reporting back to your audience in terms of things that you're learning along the way, letting them know of anything you've discovered that's helping you in your personal life, and just sharing things, asking them questions about what they're currently going through. If your podcast is about anxiety, ask about anxiety. If your podcast is about history, 
ask a fun question about history, share things with your audience, ask very simple but thoughtful questions, and find out more about what they like and what they love. And look, if you're listening to this right now and thinking, look, Ant, this all sounds great, and I'm sure I'm confident this would help, but my audience, honestly, the size of my audience is relatively small. They're not very engaged as it is. So going out of my way right now to build a community might not work out for me. And honestly, what we say to clients in that situation is, take a step back and reevaluate. So look at other communities. Maybe it's not about building your own right now if the audience is relatively small, but it is about being resourceful. So if you look online in Facebook groups, there's going to be tons and tons and tons of communities that already exist in the tens of thousands. Find the communities where your audience already hang out. That is where you want to start spending a lot more of your time. You can use the communities that already exist to your advantage. They're already built up, they're probably already engaged, and they have your target audience, the people who potentially would be interested in the show. Now, it's really important that you pick out, you know, three to five uh, communities and honestly test groups, Facebook groups, online spaces, (laughs) wherever you go, they're not created equal. So it's really important to, again, pick three to five to begin with, post consistently in each, interact in each of the groups, and you'll eventually be able to thin out the herd and pinpoint the groups that are highly engaged and the ones that honestly are potentially a complete waste of time. That way you can focus on the ones that are more engaged and give your attention to them. Pay close attention to the members and interact with them daily. Now when they see a promotion online, they're far more likely to click. Now when they see your name, they have a feeling associated with that. Now when they listen to your podcast, your position as an authority, because you're so ingrained and part of their daily lives, the next thing that I really want you to do is to start encouraging listener interaction. So again, like I said with the question, simply just ask a question about a particular episode. Hey guys, I launched episode um, episode two of why your podcast isn't growing. What do you think of that? And what's one thing I could have improved on that? It helps me to provide you much better content. A simple question like that. Or simply asking, hey guys, you know, hey and hey everyone, I'd love to get some feedback. What was your biggest takeaway and light bulb moment in episode two of why your podcast isn't growing? Now, if you haven't got your own community and you might be worried about asking that question in someone else's community, that's totally fine, I get that. Again, let's be resourceful here. Look at your super fans. Who messaged you? Who do you know who does listen to your podcast consistently? Reach out to those members specifically and ask them a very direct question. Get that feedback from them. Again, ask questions. Ask for your listeners' opinions. Ask for feedback. If you don't give these prompts, if you're not taking charge as the leader of your audience, as the person who starts the conversation, as the podcaster who's trying to gain massive traction, it's not going to work out. It's going to be a hard, long slog. If you want to fast track that process, encourage listener interaction using the things I've mentioned in this episode. But I know that can be difficult at times. Um, so why I would say to clients and say to our students and podcasters within the Get More Listeners Academy is take things one step at a time. Figure out a workflow that works for you 
and then stay consistent with that. I couldn't give you the perfect posting schedule because every single person is different. You know, if you want a one-on-one, you know, if we're part of the academy, then yes, I would be, we could dive a bit deeper. Um, but that's not necessary. You know you best and you know what your schedules are like. Well, the next thing you can start exploring once you've got comfortable with the workflow, once you're engaging your audience, asking a question, you know, Mondays and Wednesdays and then go on lives on Fridays, for example, once you feel the confidence and feel like, hey, this is the workflow that I'm comfortable with. I don't feel overwhelmed. I don't feel stretched. I could keep doing this for the next month, two months, year and be totally fine. You can start looking at ways to leverage listener generated content. So to rejog your memory. LGC, listener generated content, is simply a way to leverage the engagement you're getting from these online communities and insert them into your podcast. It's a way to essentially have your audience, guests, and whoever contribute to the podcast in a meaningful way. Your audience are giving you the content to use within your podcast, and that can manifest in different ways. Now, back to the episode, right? So there's different ways you can do that. On the social media side of things, you can just simply share your listeners' testimonials. You know, share a positive review. Share a positive story about that a listener shared with you. Or simply share kind of your guest story in a different way. Package your main takeaways and provide that to your audience. And then the other side of this as well, featuring the listeners' questions or feedback during episodes aka listener generated content one of the best podcast community aspects i've seen um, was this guy we had a strategy session he had a fantastic and phenomenal show that utilized listener generated content as a central part of his podcast and this drove so much growth and listenership for his podcast incredible podcast and his podcast i can't remember the specific name now but a podcast basically involved um, a Facebook group and his podcast. It was him and three other co-hosts, and they almost had this like judge jury kind of vibe. So in their community, every single week, they'll pose a question to their audience or a prompt. So for you, if you're a coach, if you're an expert in your field, these are just ideas. You'd have to, of course, change this to yourself. If you're a podcaster who's trying to do this full-time, these are things and ideas that you can apply to your own podcast. So the example is this. On Monday, their community all share ideas of prompts or questions to ask the hosts. The community itself votes by engaging with the prompt or question that they really like. The prompt or question that has the highest likes wins and is going to be the thing that's discussed on Wednesday's episode. On Wednesday episodes, the hosts themselves look into the community, answer the questions, share their story and insights, and provide value based on the prompt that's been provided by their community. On the Friday, they put up a poll with all the names of the hosts in the community. And then the community votes once again on a poll on the host that provided the highest value or the most entertaining story. Now, this creates such a powerful feedback loop. Because look, if you're in their community, if you're part of their podcast community, you feel actively involved. You feel like your voice is being heard. 
you feel like every single piece of interaction actually matters. So you stay active because you're being rewarded by the host sharing what you're talking about on the actual podcast itself. And if you're a listener who's not part of the community yet, you're essentially getting a taste and a feel of FOMO, the fear of missing out. I want to be part of that community, you know? Hey, wow, oh my God, these guys are really engaged and they get their audience really involved. I'm listening, but I feel like I'm a bystander. I want to be part of that fun. I want some of the fun for myself. So these guys are clearly involving their community, you know, because again, you want to be part of what they're doing. So now, not only are you getting your communities constantly actively listening to your show, you're getting listeners who aren't part of your community joining your community. And again, it creates a positive feedback loop that drives massive engagement because as your community grows more and more and more, so does your podcast. And as your podcast grows more and more and more, so does your community. And that right there is what we call a positive feedback loop. Where you take an action, it creates an effect, and the effect drives the action again. So again, you take an action, you ask the community a question, the effect is then you talking about it on your podcast and people getting FOMO. People get FOMO from listening to the podcast who aren't part of the community and then join the community. Then when people are joining the community, we ask another question, there's more and more engagement. When there's more and more engagement within the community, more and more people see the post and see and hear about the podcast. And if more and more people see and hear about the podcast, um, they're then going to listen to the episode. If they listen to the episode... Again, you see how the feedback loop is created. I'm getting a bit excited here, so <laughs> I should probably chill out. But honestly, when I see these patterns and when I hear um, how certain people utilize their communities, it blows me away and it just shows you how you can get creative with this. Now, look, every single podcast is different. You know, your podcast is different. So really think to yourself, how might this strategy work for you? You know, how can you utilize these principles um, to really help you drive further growth and engagement for your show. The likelihood is, it's going to look different for every single podcast. But I can assure you, when you apply these principles and you get your listeners involved, when you get the community involved, you build a strong sense of belonging. You build a strong sense of, hey, I'm going to interact, I'm going to engage, I'm going to listen because I feel like I'm part of something special. People stay listening and are far more likely to become super fan clients because they genuinely feel like they're building a deeper relationship with you. And of course, it, it also helps you differentiate your podcast from everything else out there. And when you're able to do that, it's much easier for you to either, you know, have Patreons, you know, have potential clients come in, generate more leads. You just have so much more support around what you do, around your business, around the podcast. And again, it's all feeding into your show growing at a much faster rate and helping you monetize much sooner rather than later. So look, I know I've covered a fair few things. So let me give you a quick recap on how you can start using and leveraging online communities to drive faster growth for your podcast. Number one, create a dedicated online space for your community to connect or identify three to five already existing communities where you can start to interact and engage. Number two, give prompts for discussions 
ask questions, opinions, and get feedback from your listeners. Once you feel comfortable with that, maybe start hosting some live sessions within the community, if it makes sense. And number three, start leveraging listener-generated content. Getting your listeners actively involved and creating a positive feedback loop, a positive ecosystem where where your podcast grows, your listenership grows. Where your listenership grows, your podcast grows. And these grow in tandem. Now let's summarize the key takeaways from today's episode. Number one, building a thriving podcast community is essential for growth, engagement, and brand loyalty. You need to watch out for signs of a lack of community aspect within your podcast, such as limited interaction and low listener-generated content. You need to avoid common mistakes that podcasters make by neglecting the listener feedback, failing to provide the community an opportunity to participate, and underestimating the power of collaboration. Take action by creating a dedicated online space, engaging your listeners' interaction, leveraging the listener-generated content, hosting community live Q&A sessions, and embracing collaboration. And remember, building a community is an ongoing process. So by consistently nurturing your audience, By engaging the listeners who are giving you the time of the day, you're going to strengthen your bond massively. You're going to position yourself as an authority and you're going to fast track your podcast growth. If you're listening to this right now, wherever you are, whatever you're up to, I want you to know you're ever only five steps away. I know growing a podcast is hard, frustrating, overwhelming, And sometimes you genuinely just feel lost. But by taking steps, by gaining clarity on why certain things haven't been working to help you gain traction for the show, and then understanding the steps that you need to take to grow the show, to build an audience that puts you in a position to monetize your podcast, is extremely powerful. It's you. It's always down to you. No one's coming to save you. This podcast isn't going to save you. And none, you know, as much as I like to say that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be the savior of all things. The truth is, it's all down to you. You have to take that responsibility. Seek out the knowledge where it's needed. If it's this podcast, if it's somewhere else, that's totally fine. But the most important thing is just take action. I promise you, inaction is the biggest killer of desires, hopes, dreams, and ambition. So all of these things that you're hearing on this podcast means nothing if you don't take action, if you don't prioritize. And that's it. That's the last message I want to leave you with. And look, if you haven't already, be sure to go down into the show notes and grab your free copy of our best-selling book, Podcast Marketing, as well as a totally free podcast mini audit that's personalized to you and your show. My name is Anthony Waneri and you have been amazing. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll see you in Friday's Recap Rundown episode.